What's happening, everyone? Uh, this is the Final Score Podcast. Welcome in. I'm Greg Swatak of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. And I got a couple of uh, state playoff games uh, on, on tap this week. Um, the Oakdale volleyball team will, will depending on when you're uh, listening to this, uh, will we'll play a state semifinal Wednesday. And if they win that, they'll uh, advance on to their third state final in, in um, or second in three years potentially on Saturday. And then uh, the Middletown uh, girls soccer team um, will uh, play uh, Calvert in the Class 2A championship game at Loyola University at uh, 5 o'clock on uh, Saturday as well. We also have all of the football playoffs still going on. And uh, the Oakdale volleyball team will be here. Uh, Coach Jim Dorsch and the four senior players on the team, uh, Jen Chomiak, uh, Jess Twilley, Sydney Katz, and uh, Cora Wasilko uh, will, will be here uh, to chat about uh, uh, their week ahead um, it, it down at Ritchie Coliseum in, in the state semifinals and then uh, perhaps the, the state final. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to them about that. And, and their uh, fine season is, is, again, they prepare uh, to try and win their second uh, state title in three years. Uh, but first, to, to recap a very busy week um, uh, of Frederick County uh, State Playoff action, uh, my two colleagues uh, here at the News Post, uh, John Cannon and uh, Joe Ferraro. Welcome back, guys. How are you, Greg? I'm doing well, man. It was a really busy weekend. Uh, uh, John, you were down. You were down at the field hockey. Uh, covered a couple of really tough losses um, mm-hmm. for Frederick County teams, Urbana. Uh, and uh, Oakdale both suffered really devastating losses. Uh, Joe, you were at um, uh, you were at soccer a couple uh, Montgomery uh, Blair Mon- in Silver Spring, right? Yes. Uh, for a couple of state soccer um, semifinals, uh, one boys, one girls, and uh, we also had cross country uh, with, with with Kyle Lund and uh, Aaron, of uh, Oakdale and Aaron McQuitty winning individual two A state titles. Oakdale won the boys team title, so. Yeah, it was it was it was a really busy weekend, and, and and John, we'll start with you, just because we don't often get field hockey teams uh, reaching the the state semifinal, and we haven't had had one win um, uh, since the early '90s. But it seems like we were really close with Urbana on Saturday. Yeah, I mean that was a evenly matched game. I would say if any team was a little more uh, was better, it might have even been Urbana. Uh, they might have been a little stronger. Um, but it was an evenly matched game. Went down to overtime. Lost uh, to Westminster two to one. Westminster yeah. two to one. Who um, Westminster? That was their tenth state title. Um, and they are they're a juggernaut. But I mean Urbana, you know, was right there with them and could have uh, you know, could have went either way. Well, and, and then Oakdale um, uh, lost to Marriott's Ridge one nothing in 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 the. In the that was the first game you saw, right? Was, yes, was that was the first? earlier one. Okay, yeah. Correct. Um, what, what was the nature of that game? Uh, Marriott's Ridge uh, was a really tough team. Um, they they controlled possession for a good bit of the day, got most of the offensive opportunities. Oakdale fended them off for a good while and kept themselves in the game, and they, they got their opportunities here and there, especially late in the game, to the point where, you know, maybe if they get a goal, who knows what happens. You know, they can turn the whole tide, but – um, both teams only had four seniors um, on their roster, so um, eh, maybe they'll be there in the future. Right. I mean, obviously they were devastated uh, to lose, um, and, and it was painful to lose just in such heartbreaking fashion uh, mm-hmm. by one goal. But like, but like you said, they're, they're young, and, 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 and they could be back. And and here we go. Field hockey might be the next sport where Frederick County makes some, makes some serious uh, inroads. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, Joe, uh, you, uh, the Middletown girls, uh, uh, yes. you, you saw them and, and they've been fantastic all season in, in, in close games. Uh, uh, they're a team with a good defense and, and, and they score goals uh, when, when they can and, and they scored often enough uh, to have such a great record. What, what were your impressions of, of the Knights in, in their um, one nothing uh, victory over Rising Sun on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's actually the first time I've seen them play this year, and you know they're they're not very flashy. They're not going to wow you with their, you know, out of this world uh, offensive skills. But they're you know they're very workmanlike. Uh, if they don't have the ball, they're going to pressure you uh, like all heck to try to get that ball away from you and 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 create those chances and. And they they somehow just just find a way uh, to score. You know the you know their back line is is very very strong. Uh, not 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 many times do they get beat, and you know when they seem to do, you know other other uh, players on there you know recover have, have the recovery speed athleticism to to snuff out what what may seem like like dangerous chances. You know very strong defensive team and. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens against Calvert, uh, which is a you know, very physical team. And, and then, uh, you know, they've got a, you know, a girl up top, uh, boy, this London Lewis, she, she's going to be a handful, you know, for them to deal with. But, uh, you know, that, that Middletown defense is definitely, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, their, their, their foundation. Yeah. And as we've been talking about all season, they're, they're a pretty unfazed group. The pressure doesn't really get to them. I mean, I, yeah. I, I believe they're nine and two. Um, in, in one goal games this year. So, so they're quite comfortable in, in intense pressure pack situations, which, which could benefit them. But, but like I sure. said, Calvert will be a form, formidable opponent in the state final. Um, the second game was, was the Oakdale boys, the, yes. the defending 2A champs, right? Yes. And, uh, and, and they suffered a, a crushing loss to Century of Carroll County. Uh, the game with the penalty kicks just described the nature of that game. Yeah, I mean, as far as the run of play goes, you know, on that particular day, um, you know, I think I think Century, you know, was the better team, you know, in terms of uh, possession and chances. Uh, Oakdale, you know, struck quickly. First forty-six seconds, uh, Owen Cunha hits, you know, Jack uh, Brown with a with a free kick, and he he heads it in. But then, you know, really, you know, tail end of the first half, um, you know, se- you know, second half, uh, Century was was. You know, just getting chance after chance after chance. It was, uh, you know, kind of almost a miracle that they didn't score that that go ahead goal in the last ten minutes. You know, Dylan Miller for for Oakdale, their goalkeeper had a had a fantastic game for them, and you know the you know the penalty kicks. Uh, you know, I think I think that, you know they did what they were supposed to do. Oakdale put everything on frame. Seen a couple of penalty uh, kick sessions where you know you balls going over the crossbar had, had them on frame, but you know Century's uh, uh, keeper, you know, did uh, he 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 made a couple of big saves, uh, fellow Ethan Ricketts. So so yeah, the, I think uh, on that particular day, uh, Century was just uh, it was just a little bit better. Uh, and, and the penalty kick stretched beyond the, the yeah norm, eighth the, shooter, the normal five went, 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 so. went to the eighth shooter. So. So so yeah so you know some some excitement uh, you know but uh, you know Century uh, I, I think uh, on that particular day was the was the better team against a very strong uh, Oakdale defense uh, for all your games because they were all close what was like the mood and the atmosphere was it tense and and, and nerve wracking or or 
Um, just what, what was the general collective mood at, at, at your games? <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I, I think it definitely was tense, uh, particularly for that Oakdale game. Uh, you know, just uh, chance after chance after chance. You know, even talked to to Jackson Glenn of Century after the game and he, he uh, numerous occasions he used the word stress. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I mean, when, when it's tied and you know, you, you, it's winter go home. Yeah. You know, pe- people are going to be uh, a little bit tight. Or were people biting their nails down at Washington college too, John, was there a sense that either game could go either way? <laughs> yeah. Especially that Urbana game. I mean, going into overtime, um, of course, right and in overtime, Westminster just came out and they were just taking it to them. Uh, they were just fired up. Uh, they claimed they had been fired up when uh, Oakdale's goal came on a penalty stroke, and the Westminster girls said they disagreed with that call, so that kind of got them fired up. And uh, all the goals were scored in the second half and beyond. The first half was scoreless. Well, was there a bit of a silver lining mood? I mean, I know the girls were obviously really upset that they, that they lost, but but do you think they sensed that? they'll have this opportunity again um, mm-hmm. in, in in both cases. Sure, especially Oakdale. I mean, that was uh, the first time they were ever there, and I think uh, they might have uh, exceeded expectations a little bit. Uh, I get the feeling Urbana really was thinking that's where they belonged and that they really had a shot at it. Um, but, again, they get a lot of people back, so and, and those people have been there now, so next year maybe they, they look to get back and, and go even one step further. Uh, in, in the football playoffs, we had eight teams uh, start. Uh, I think that's the most Frederick County has ever had in a single season. They've obviously changed the format to, to allow more teams in, so that's what's one of the reasons why it's happened. I, I don't think it could have happened uh, in previous years because it was just too tough to get in the football playoffs. Uh, but that field of eight has been uh, chopped to four. Uh, Walkersville and Middletown and uh, Catoctin and Ligonor. Uh, Walkersville and Middletown will play uh, this week. Uh, for the second time in three weeks, uh, Middletown uh, really uh, handed it to them two weeks ago, 37-7 to in the, in the regular season finale. Uh, Ligonor will host um, Rockville, and uh, Catoctin will host Boonesboro, and those two teams met in the in uh, week one of the season in a pretty competitive game that, that Catoctin wound up uh, winning. Um, so we, here, here we are in the, in the football playoffs, and, and – uh, Walkersville and Middletown again. Middletown uh, played well enough against uh, uh, Seneca Valley, but but their offense really struggled against a pretty formidable um, Seneca Valley defense uh, there in the second half. Middletown couldn't get anything going, and, and that was probably their worst offensive showing uh, in, in weeks because the, their offense had been humming along. Um, uh, Joe, you were at uh, Ligonor. Yes. Um, I, I guess the question with them is, do they is their offense – can can they do it with with just a run heavy offense? Can can they can they win a state title with the way they play football? Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty pretty tough to do so. You know, and you know the the one thing about the playoffs and these are things that I'll, I'll be looking forward to is you know what are some of the things that out of all of our teams that the teams have not shown to, to the other opponent. What, what are some of the things that are, that are going to emerge that you don't expect? Um, you know, actually, I think back to, to last year's state final with Linganore, you know, you know, Xander McClure in the wildcat formation. This is something they hadn't used all year and, and, and they get a touchdown, you know, off of that formation. Uh, it's going to be fun to see, you know, what, um, you know, what, what kind of things that, you know, Linganore does, 
uh, that that we haven't seen much, uh, you know, all all, yeah. all all this year. I mean, if, there's uh, going to have to be a few wrinkles sure, if, if, sure. if they want to advance deep in the playoffs. So and, they could probably handle, handle Rockville uh, yep. no matter what, but but when when they get beyond that. And it's interesting because we don't know who they're going to play next because uh, this is the year, first year where we're going to have a state quarterfinal and everything's going to be shuffled up and reseeded. So, um, so their next opponent could be any number of teams. Um, but, but yeah, you would have to think they're going to get a little more diverse. But um, uh, Rick Connor and uh, Chris O'Connor, their offensive coordinator, yep. are, are known to be good at making adjustments so, so, yep. so we'll see if they can do it but to answer your question they, they, they need something from the passing game though definitely yeah because yeah, i saw them the week before against urbana they attempted three passes and didn't complete one one was intercepted and and, and, and two were incomplete so uh john you saw the great uh, game between uh, walkersville and oakdale a one-point game uh, Oakdale, the the defending state champs, uh, uh, a, a much different team than the team that won it all last year. Obviously, a Walkersville team that was sort of licking their wounds a little bit after after losing to um, both both uh, they lost to Oakdale and they lost to Middletown, so they had lost uh, two in a row. Um, and and they were playing with a new quarterback too because mm-hmm. Andrew Stroka, the normal Walkersville starting quarterback was hurt. Uh, what, what was it like at that game? Oh, yeah, and Walkersville with a new quarterback, Jake Saylor. Uh, they retailored their whole offense. They went to a wing tee, which they hadn't run, I don't believe, all season. And uh, they they uh, they put Josiah Jones at fullback instead of tailback, and they they uh, they took it to a pretty good, a very good Oakdale team. And, uh, it, of course, the Oakdale it came down to the wire. Both teams early on were trading, going back and forth. Then in the second half, they both tightened up defensively, and Walkersville got ahead, and they stayed ahead until the final minute, one, one minute, 29 seconds left. Oakdale scored a touchdown, and instead of going for the extra point that would have tied it, um, Oakdale decided to go for two, to go for the win, and Walkersville stopped them. Yeah, uh, we got the decision there by, uh, by Coach Stein. Stein yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, maybe he'll take some heat for that, but I think his thinking was, hey, we can control it right here. We have momentum. Let's make Walkersville make a play, and Walkersville made the play. Right. Yeah, it, it's interesting because with Middletown struggling last week with Walkersville uh, re- rebounding like that, it, it, it could be a much different game when, when, when the teams meet on on friday night back at middletown and and katoctin of course the top seed in the 1a west playoffs had no trouble with southern garrett i think that uh, final score was 53 to 6 uh for the cougars and and they've been humming along uh much like middletown uh for most of the season offensively and and, and will be one of the favorites another result of note in, in in the 1a west was fort hill the the defending state champion perennial state power um they didn't actually blow Brunswick off the field. So so if Catoctin was looking for some encouragement, um Fort Hill was the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year, but 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 Brunswick uh was able to hang with them um for, for, for much of that uh playoff game last week. So so Catoctin again uh might match up favorably with Fort Hill this year. And then of course there's Dunbar, another perennial state power they would have to contend with later. But um Ligonor, i mean you have to like their chances in 3a and uh we'll get one um, 2a team through to the state um uh, quarters and then uh, catoctin uh, if, if they could hold up boonsboro again so guys thank you very much um uh, should be another exciting weekend of, of state playoff action and uh when we come back here on the final score podcast we'll we'll talk to uh oakdale volleyball coach jim dorsch and his four senior players stay with us we'll be right back 
All right, we are back, and we are going to give this a try because I don't think I've ever had this many people in studio before. But but joining me right now are members of the Oakdale High volleyball team, uh, the state semifinalist Oakdale Bears, as well as their coach, uh, Jim Dorsch. Uh, the Bears take on La Plata uh, Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. at the University of Maryland's Ritchie Coliseum. And uh, in studio with Coach Dorsch are uh, Setter Sydney Katz. Um, we have Cora, what's your, your middle, middle hitter, Cora? Yeah, I'm a middle. Uh, Cora Wasilko, middle hitter. Uh, Jen, you are a uh, hitter as well? Yes. Uh, outside, outside? Outside hitter. And we also have outside hitter Jess yeah. Twilly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for being here. We're, we're going to move mics around and stuff, so hopefully this is going to work out uh, pretty well. But, um, Sydney, we'll start with you. Um, I noticed you, you, you came in here without crutches, so, that, so that's a good sign. Yeah, I can walk now. That's but, good. But uh, get, get a little closer to the oh, mic. All right. Uh, but, <laughs> but you, unfortunately, last week got, got injured. You, you tore your ACL. Yeah. Uh, first of all, tell us how it happened and what was going through your head when, when it did. Um, so I went to pass a ball, and I planted my left foot. And then I tried to move out of the way, but my foot was planted, and my knee kind of just took off on its own. And... So I tore my ACL. And at the time, I didn't really think much of it. I thought I just, like, hurt myself. I didn't think it was that bad. Was it, was it painful? No, not really, actually. <laughs> like, I haven't, I haven't been in, like, any pain, which is good, but... She didn't have any pain, but she couldn't move her leg right away. It's just, it was, like, yeah. it's really stiff, because, like, with ACLs, you can't really extend or um, bend your knee very much, and that was the case with me. Was, so. was it just a freak thing, just something you would or- ordinarily do, and just your, your leg gave out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. We've, we've seen her do what she did multiple times. I've done weirder things yeah, before, exactly. so. I feel like you're, like, really in shock, too. Like, it, you, like, weren't really yeah. in like, you're mm-hmm. in a lot of shock. Yeah. So, w- what was going through your head uh, at the time you went down? Oh, I mean, I thought I was fine. I was like, I'm ready to get back in the court. Like, but then I tried running, because Coach George was like, can you run? And so I went out in the hallway, and that wasn't really happening. <laughs> so I had to step out for that game. But that whole night, I was like, I'm playing like I'm I, I was so determined to play but unfortunately I woke up and I couldn't like really walk that well and then throughout the day I was kind of preparing myself for the news that I wasn't gonna be able to play um yeah h- how did you handle that because it's, it's a bummer because you want you want to be playing your your senior season yeah playoffs you guys are going after a state title just ha- how did you process it when you realized you couldn't play oh, oh well it was really I mean I try to like I don't want to cry like in front of people I want to be strong for my team but you know, like when I get home, that's like I process better there. But I have my teammates to lean on me and my friends, my family. Right. And, and when did you learn it was a torn ACL? Did you go go to the doctor the next day? Mm-hmm. Or? Yeah, I went to a surgeon um, and he was he said he's like, I'm 95 percent sure you tore it based off of the video, like what I actually did. And just based off my ACL is like really loose. So that's yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Jen, the, the mic's nearest to you, so, so pull pull it down in front of you there. And what what was your reaction when uh, when Sydney got hurt? Uh, I, I believe you guys were playing Walkersville, right? Yeah. Well, first I didn't see it. I when I turned, I just saw her on like her knee, so I just thought she fell and like bruised her knee. So I was like, "You're fine, like get up." But then when she's like, "I like it hurts a lot," I was like, "Oh, this is serious." So at first we were all like devastated because we lost a great setter, but we also. Um, gained two great setters, Jenna and Elise stepped up, and we ran a six-two, and they've been great ever since. Yeah, Jenna Harding and, and Elise Smith, and yes. we'll, we'll talk about them in a second. But what was your uh, reaction uh, there, Jess? Yeah, well, so I was like standing right next to her, like less than a foot. I was right behind her, so I saw the whole thing. I saw her 
like crumble down in front of me and it was sad and I joked to her I was like oh, I should have called her off it was my ball <laughs> um but yeah I knew I mean she's not the type of person to flop or anything like um nobody is but uh I saw her go down and I knew it was something a little more serious than we've ever gone through together or as a team and um just kind of standing with her as the coaches and trainers run over and knowing it hurts but hoping for the best obviously so and uh, Cora, uh, you, you guys, you guys are all hitters. You, you you depend on someone giving you good passes. I mean, what 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 went through your mind when when uh, Sydney went down? Well, right when it happened, I was and in. Pull uh, that mic a little closer. A little closer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was on the bench during that rotation, so she fell actually right in front of me. And right when she went down, she had like the face of terror, and she just looked like she was in on pain, but it looked like she was mostly scared. So usually she goes down a lot. She falls all the time. She's always like flying all over the court. Oh, yes, and so are, are, are you calling Sydney clumsy? Is, is that what no, you're doing? No, no. Yeah. Hustle. Okay. hustle. Good hustle. Yeah. Good hustle. Okay. She's good, always good hustle. she's right. always diving for balls. And so what it looked like to me from like my perspective that she just went for the ball and she came down weird and um, she looked like she was just in shock. I didn't think she was in pain, but um, right away um, after she didn't get up, I could just tell that she was in a lot of pain because usually she's like, down on the ground up back up really fast but that wasn't it for this case at all she was down on the ground for a little bit and um a lot of pain so it was really scary um we were all in shock because we've never seen her like get injured like that before mm-hmm. probably right mm-hmm. no never she's never really had you, you guys have been pretty lucky with injuries right you, you yeah. haven't had a yeah. ton, ton of major yeah. ones yeah. right yeah yeah um so and especially since it was our first round of playoffs we we're all just what's gonna happen like we had to put in like setters right away um so it was just kind of chaotic, so but um, yeah, we managed. Yeah, um, we pulled through with the win on that one. So, and the rest of them with our other two setters now. So, and they've been doing an amazing job. Yeah, well, they really stepped up. What was chaos the word you would use, um, Coach Dorsch? I don't know about chaos, but as soon as she went down, you know, the immediate thought that you have is next man up. You know, you hear that from coaches all the time, but it was very. You know, we had we had no choice. Uh, Sydney couldn't set anymore, and fortunately, in this particular set, Jenna, who had been going in and serving for a middle, uh, we hadn't gotten around to her going in yet, so she was available and on the bench, and so we were able to quickly sub her in, uh, and she took over. And I don't know that she was really thinking because <laughs> she wasn't expecting to be in there, but she did a great job and. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up you know winning fairly handily and uh, you know and then Monday night was done and so then it was okay now we have to come in Tuesday afternoon and try to figure out what we're going to do against Williamsport which is you know obviously a you know a higher competition than than what Walkersville was on Monday you, you guys can't plan for things like this but 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 do you practice contingency situations like this if if uh jess were to go down or jen or cora uh were to go down sydney uh do, yeah. do you practice situations where hey you have to step in and and, and fill in here well i don't know they do situations as, as such but we started from day one with jenna elise and sid uh working on setting and so jenna and sid and in, in practice and and in the warm-ups uh they've been setting all year um you know, not really planning for anybody to go down, but at least to have the experience to get better uh, so that if they had to come in, they could. And we didn't use them very much throughout the season, but, you know, when they had to step in, they had the experience and, and they're doing a great job. 
Sydney, if no one knew you, it's, it's kind of hard to tell you have a torn ACL right now. Like, how are you moving around? Like, how has your life changed since you suffered this injury? I mean, it's been fine. I can walk, so it's okay. I've been doing Do you exercises. Have to have surgery or? Um, most likely, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm getting an MRI in a couple of days just to confirm everything, but most right. likely, yeah. They but. give you a set of crutches that you haven't agreed with so far. I was done with those. Do people want you to use the crutches? Yeah, everyone, my friends were all like, Sydney, get like, where are your crutches? I was like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. But it's just like, I mean, no one wants to get injured, but I'm doing it in the best way because I have the most amazing coaches, family, teammates, friends in the entire world. Like the amount of support and love I'm getting. It's just, it's so much, and it's just, it's amazing. Are, are you risking making the injury worse by not using your crutches? No, it's, you, they want me to, it's because it's going to help strengthen my leg for after surgery. It's really important that I'm able to move it now and work on, like, certain movements that I'm going to have to, like, relearn how to do after my surgery. So it's, it's good. Right. What was the team's reaction, uh, Jess, when you guys beat Walkersville, when, when you got through it with, with Sydney getting hurt? Well, um... She she got hurt in the third set, and we were about half halfway through, maybe a quarter through the set, and we had a good lead to start. So uh, we had full confidence that uh, Jenna was going to come in and set us great, and like we could win the match. Um, it it was, actually it actually happened at four four. Oh, so okay. it was oh, early oh, early oh, in the so set, and we were tied. Yeah, I thought it was like later. Same. Well. Um, there was enough time for yeah. things to go drastically <laughs> yeah, wrong, right? My yeah. memories. Um, but once it happened, and the parents had said this as well, there was, like, some something that came over everybody on the court. Um, like, everyone's scrambling for crazy balls, like, really stepping up, just full power mode, like, doing what we have to do. And um, it, we just we knew we had to take care of business. There was no, no room or time to mess around. Right. So you had a day of practice in between. You, you you advance on past Walkersville. And then the next day in practice, Coach, uh, you had to get another setter ready in, in addition to Jenna. And you approached uh, Elise Smith, who's normally a, a, a tall, capable middle hitter for you, right? Well, she actually hits right side. Or, she's, or, or she's right side, okay. Yep. Uh, but, but what was your conversation like with her? Well, we went into practice, and we spent most of the day um, just playing games to see what would happen. And we went through – with just Jenna playing the whole way around. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, Jenna is uh, a little bit height-challenged, and so we were, we were concerned about her playing, yeah. <laughs> her playing in the front row, particularly against a, a Williams Sport team that had some pretty big hitters. So we didn't want to necessarily sacrifice the blocking that we would probably need. Um, and so then we went through with, with uh, Elise coming in, in in the back row and – Cora then stepped up and and did the right side when Jenna was out, um, and it really it uh, at the end of practice we hadn't really made a decision of which way we were going, and then at the team meal the night uh, the next day, uh, we kind of told Cora that she was going to be the right side, and we told everybody that we were going to go with the six two, and Cora was panicking (laughs) you were why why why, cora but pull that mic over yeah um well i've always been a middle um in club i was hitting right side at the end of the season because our right side got injured so i've had some right side experience but mostly middle experience so i hadn't really hit right side or practiced right side all season so when they told me the day before in practice that i might be playing right side i 
try to step it up in practice, like hitting right side, I was hitting balls into the net. So I was freaking out. And then um, when they told me that I was going to be playing right side in the game that day, I was really, really nervous during warmups. I was really shaky. I was hitting balls into the net. I was just kind of terrified. Now what, you have to change your, your steps and, and just yeah. where, where you're receiving the ball, it, all, all that changes? Yeah, or? it's not like a like a huge difference, but I'm more comfortable playing in middle because that's what I've been playing like all like like all my years in volleyball. And, and, and your angle to the ball is different too, right? Yeah. Like coming, yeah. coming from the outside, right? Yeah. yeah. So I had to, well, I still have to like um, adjust uh, my approaches and stuff. I'm still having trouble with that in practices, but um, I'm just trying my best. Um, it's and, been and challenging. The, yeah. And the bigger thing that, that we really needed from her and that she did a really, really good job, particularly against Williamsport, was the blocking. Uh, you know, she jumps well, she blocks well, and she did an awesome job with that against Williamsport. And, you know, Friday night wasn't that much of a challenge because they didn't have very big players. Uh, but, you know, we're going to need her to really step up uh, tomorrow uh, to to be that big blocker for us as well uh, as being able to hit out of the right side. Yeah. How did the practice go in between Walkersville and Williamsport? Was it a good day of practice where you guys yeah. feeling confident with Elite? Oh, yes. the, yeah. the, the, we were the, all so excited. Yeah. It was so yeah. we were all pumped. But 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 the plan going forward with Elise and Jenna and and Cora on the outside, everyone was feeling mm-hmm. good. I mean, Cora, I, I know it's a brand new role, and you were a little worried about that. Yeah. But um, but everyone was feeling pretty decent yeah. coming out of that game. Jim, well, the three coaches, we you know after practice, we kind of talked to each other and we said you know. Jenna does good all the way around, but we definitely need the blocking. And Elise looked good in the practice, and so we said, "Hey, we're gonna. We think we're probably going to be a better team if we go with the six-two rather than the five-one, um, just for a lot of different reasons." And um, so we made the decision, and everybody stepped up and did a great job. Right. So now you have Williamsport, and, and Jenna, if I'm not mistaken, they're the um, reigning state champs, right, mm-hmm. uh, yes. in, in Class 2A. What was the team's mindset as, as you guys took the court for that Williamsport game? Um, I think we were all ready to go. So when Sydney was down, um, the practice, that practice right before the game, we really had like a talk all together, and we focused up. We were really intense at practice. That was a great practice that we did we were ready to go and we just stepped in there and um I I don't think we were worried at all I was not scared I wasn't nervous because I knew that we could do it and, we and were, you guys you guys played them earlier in the season or yes, yeah and, we, and, and you went five with them yes, okay and so then we went five and five in this one too but I think we were all just ready to go because we wanted it and now that we had a little bit of a challenge that we needed to overcome. I think we all just stepped up and did what we needed to do, and we, it worked out. Right. Once the game started, Cora, and you sort of got into it a little bit, you were playing from the outside. How did how did you feel, and how did it go? Um. Well, I think, like, I can't really remember, but, like, <laughs> I remember, like, in the set, like, um, in the first set, I had a few blocks, and um, so I think I was pretty excited about that. I think I had a few blocks. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I can't really remember. Too much excitement. But yeah, I had a few blocks. You don't want to brag or anything like that. (laughs) I I honestly can't remember. (laughs) But um, so I started feeling more confident because I have played the position before. It's just been a while, so it's not totally brand new. So um, after playing it a little bit in the um, first set, I started feeling more comfortable. So during the second, third, fourth, and fifth set, I started feeling more like confident and stuff. But it was still pretty – I was still nervous, but I was just trying to be more confident than nervous because I couldn't let my nerves, like, overcome, did, like, Did my the nerves hitting. go away at any point? Um, 
I won't say I was like nervous towards the end. I felt I was more like pumped and like the adrenaline was going because we had so many fans there that night. Like just everything was like crazy. So I think it was just a mix of like everyone in the stands and then just like we had some like crazy points that game. So I think it was just like a mixture of everything. But I don't think I was nervous towards the end. I think everyone on the team was just really, really pumped and we're all having a really good time. Winning that first set. Coach, how, how crucial was that to get the team's confidence going it, and stuff like that? It was important, and we were actually down, and uh, Jen came up to serve with us tied. Uh, yeah, you got, well, it was 24-22, right? It was 24-24. Uh, yeah, we were down 24-22. So, so, so if you lost any one of the next three points, right. you, you, you were going to lose that first right. set. Yeah. And we rallied back to 24-24, and Jen went back then um, and, and served a good serve. Uh, we won that point, and then she served an ace, and uh, you know it was it was huge, it really was to get that first set, um, because you know in five set matches, <laughs> it's much you easier play to from be ahead. a little bit ahead rather right. than fighting right. from behind. Well, well, there's a little less pressure that way yep. too, right? Yep. Uh, Jen, what were you thinking? Stepping to the service line down twenty four twenty two. Um, I was a little nervous because we were behind and they only needed one point and we needed like three, but. I had a focus up, and then I took a deep breath, and I took my time, and I was trying to aim for the seams, which I guess it worked, because we practice that and pra um, practice a lot. We do OTM, which is on the mat, and we try and aim for the seams, and so I was just imagining the mat there, and it worked. Yeah. So you guys win the first set, Jess, but, and then the second set's very competitive. It could go either way, but then Williamsport pulls it out. They, they yeah. pull even with you guys at one set apiece. What were you guys thinking at 1-1 it, it with them? Um... Was it the second set we missed, like, five serves? We missed six, a lot. Six serves. Six serves. So just the little unforced yeah, errors, and, yeah. And then in a set that is we lose 24 to 26, six serves is a huge difference. Um, do you guys take some confidence from that, knowing that you were the one? I mean, if you just do your yeah. job and do things a little differently, you're you're fine. Yeah, and it's with any match, we, we know, like, if we play hard, we play our game. Um, we make our points, make less errors. Um, we can come out on top and play hard. So um, it's good to know that the difference was only two points with six missed serves. So if we were not with the third set, did we miss any? No. We didn't no. miss any serves the third set, and the point differential was much different than that. Yeah, it, it almost seems like that set, losing that second set ignited something in oh, you guys because sure. you guys really dominated. I, I don't. The third set wasn't yeah. even close. It was like twenty four to nine or twenty five yeah. to nine yeah, or something like that. Yeah, we just went so. off. It was yeah. it well, was a fun it was a fun set. For well, us. What, what 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 changed in that set if anything? We played we played a clean game, but we also played really aggressive. Um, we kept saying to everyone, like yelling like, "Be aggressive, swing big," and um, we were just connecting all together and hitting our spots and. Making the making the digs and crazy plays and everything. Right, and and the setters were just giving us nice yeah, good really, balls. Yeah, well, was that what struck you, Jim? It was just a, it was just a clean set. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was clean, and we we served really well. Mm -hmm. We served tough. Passing was really and really um, yeah. and we served received when they served. We got good passes, so the setters could set, and then we just hammered the ball. Right. And then the fourth set, and and, and you know they're not going to go away uh, uh, quietly here. <laughs> and uh, again, it was it was a competitive set. You guys yeah. were there, but 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 maybe a couple of mistakes, and and, and yeah. all of a sudden, um, you're 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 in a you're in a fifth set because Williamsport uh, pulls out the fourth set. So what were, what were you guys thinking at that point? Well, it started out this for the first four sets. Each team had one on the the side closer to the entrance. 
So it started out at the coin toss. We lost the coin toss, and they picked side. So we're like, it's okay. We we want, um, we'll take this side. It's like we can still play our game no matter what. Um, so that at first was like a little bit of a um, something we wanted to just overcome right away. But we've had a great record all season of playing our doing our thing fifth set and um, coming out and playing strong and. We all played hard together. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, yep. it was like a repeat of when we played them before. When we played Williamsport, we always, each team won on the same side. And so when we went to the fifth set with Williamsport, when we first played them, we lost the twin. The Pull that mic a little closer in front of your face <laughs> there, Cora. Yeah. Sorry. Can you hear me now? We, we got you. But no, okay. We got okay. you. Yeah. Um, but um, when we lost the coin toss in the fifth set for um, the, when we first played Williamsport, uh, we had to stay on the same side that we just lost on. So we had to really regroup, and we we're like, all right, it's just the side that we're on. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we can do this. And we pulled through, and we won, what was it, like 15, 15 something? Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was like around the same score. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. so that was kind of like the repeat of like what we already had done. So we pulled out with the win when we won last week. It was like 15, like 7 or 15, 8. Right. We played really well on the fifth set. Right. How, how have these girls been in, in five-set matches um, so far this year, Coach? We've had uh, – I think we've had five yeah. five-set matches, and we've won them all. Right. And, so, um, so what about this group makes them so good on, on, well, under pressure? It's, the, those fifth sets, we, we, we go back, and it just seems like the focus on the serve has been amazing. Um, we, as a team, we like to receive rather than serve first because – if we win that first receive, we're, we're up a point. Um, and so against Williamsport there during the regular season, we received. Uh, we won the first point, and then Sid went back and rattled off about eight mm-hmm. points in a row. Um, and it was very similar against them. Uh, Jenna went back uh, the last week, and she did the same thing, rattled off a bunch of points with really tough serving. And then we just roll from there. Right. But, but, but Jen, what was the pressure like? Because you guys are all seniors. I mean, it's do or die. I mean, if Williamsport wins, you, your high school careers are over. So how much pressure were you guys really feeling? Um, I wouldn't say a lot of pressure because when we lost the fourth set, we took a deep breath and we were like, okay, we can do this. We just need to settle down, regroup, like bring up the intensity, be aggressive. Because every time we do – five sets that's how it always is we always have to regroup and we're like we got this we can win and so when that came around we just did our thing we played aggressive and our serve receive and our serves were like awesome that game so it really helped us right and, and again coach playing from ahead you guys got an early lead in that fifth set it's a lot different yes. from playing from behind <laughs> yep yep and it put a lot of pressure on them because uh they couldn't serve as aggressively because they didn't want to miss serves and so not serving as aggressively makes our serve receive better and gives Jenna and Elise a better shot at getting good sets. And, you know, it just compounds itself, yes. Right. I'll go around the table here. Just uh, the significance to you guys of being back in the state uh, semifinals. Uh, I mean, I might have a different role coming in this time, but it means everything. Like, that was, like, the most amazing moment being there with the team in 17 and I just want that for us again because it's so special to come with the team to Richie Coliseum knowing you made it that far I mean it's like it's priceless so I'm really glad we get to do this again mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, let me let me point out here you guys did have another match after 
Williamsport. Yeah, yeah. 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 You had to beat Sparrows Point in yeah. the new state quarterfinals. How do we feel about the new format of the playoffs, Coach? I, uh, well, the, the whole idea, I'm on the volleyball committee, and the whole idea of trying to go this way was there there tends to be a real discrepancy between the, you know the different parts of the state right and so the whole idea is that some of the weaker teams if we have a quarterfinal they're going to lose in that quarterfinal and then you have a better competition at the state level and it it has definitely worked for volleyball uh we you know the four teams that are down there uh, tomorrow are you know probably the four best teams in the state at the 2A and that's the whole idea so it worked yeah, yeah it worked and you guys took care of business of course against uh, Sparrows Point uh, last Friday was it sort of weird because the football game was that night and you guys had a game right before the football game and if you had plans to go to the football game like everything had to get switched around right Cora <laughs> I mean uh yeah we were done with our game we won three nothing and we were done with our game probably by like we were done six. at six. Yeah, we were yeah. done at six in our games. Oh, so, so you had time to uh, you yeah. Could yeah. even take a little rest. We, we yeah. all went to the football we game, but uh, <laughs> we all went to the football game, but we all left pretty, pretty, pretty quick. It was really, really cold. So yeah, right. And we're you guys are volleyball spot. players. You play inside. Yeah. Exactly. So. We're not used to the cold like that. <laughs> right. But what does it mean to you to be back in the state semifinals? Well, I was on the team my sophomore year on varsity, but I did watch the team go to semifinals. I unfortunately wasn't there to watch them win their state title but it was just I'm just so excited to be on the team this year and hope to win another state title it was amazing seeing them win in semifinals they're all so excited and I got to watch the video of them live um playing for state finals and everyone was just so excited and I can't wait to be um a part of that group winning again I'm very very excited um just yeah <laughs> I'm really I'm really excited um we're really pumped for tomorrow so yep uh Jen um, in 2017, when we won states, that was probably like one of the best experiences like that I've ever had for volleyball. Like knowing that like we won states, it was just a great opportunity. And last year we wanted to win it really badly too, but sadly we fell through in the first round. And this year it was our senior year, and so we wanted to go to Richie so badly. We wanted to do anything that we could, and knowing that we're going to be there tomorrow playing, it's just a dream come true, and I'm so excited. Right. And uh, Jess, in uh, 2014, you watched your uh, older older yeah. sister Liz uh, win states. Uh, uh, did, uh, did you were you thinking at the time that I want this to be yeah, me one I day? Yeah, I mean, or? this has been it's a dream, long time coming, years and years of watching and um, being the bleacher child, quote unquote, um, and then being able to play with the team, play myself, and so always been dreaming about it and it was amazing to be able to do that sophomore year and um that team was so great so much fun but it's always been senior year you want to go out on a go out with a bang go out um on top and it's so just to be able to get it senior year would be amazing and it's what we're all going to work for and play hard for starting tomorrow it's really exciting how would you you guys weren't on the team yet in 14 when you won for the first time but how would you compare the 17 team that 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 won it uh, to this one I would say it's different, different teams. Um, well, both teams had a mix of, that's funny now saying there's un- older players and younger players because we now were the younger like, players yeah. on the team in 17. Right. But um, both teams definitely had a wide variety of older older seniors and then some sophomores playing and um, juniors. Yeah, a few yeah. juniors. Yeah. Um, Talent-wise, both teams strong, competitive. Yeah. Um, 
people-wise. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very different, but we were really, really close, but like, 17, and, the, but this year yeah. we're still. Um, like, Jen and I were two of, like, the four or five main hitters, so that's the similar, and Sid was the setter in that game, but she, <laughs> yeah. Sydney, we wouldn't be here without her all season, so although she can't play in these last few games, she brought she got us here. Right. How would you compare the two teams, coach? Uh, they've said it they've said it right. I mean, the the makeup of the team is very similar. We did some unique things in 7 uh in 17 for the first time where we had we because we had so many hitters that could hit in many different positions, um we didn't necessarily have a hitter hit in one position all three times that she's on the front row. So uh, these guys, you know, Jess and Jen, they'll play two of their rotations. They'll be hitting outside, but then one of the rotations, they'll hit right side. Uh, we've got a couple of middles who hit outside and then middle and then opposite. Um, so we've used the same blueprint, I guess you would say, uh, this year that we had in 17. Uh it all comes down to the players, and and both teams have good players who are doing their job where where they're supposed to. We're talking to uh, Coach Jim Jim Dorsch and the four me- four senior members of the Oakdale High uh, volleyball team. The Bears take on La Plata in the state semifinals, uh, seven thirty Wednesday. Uh, depending on when you listen to this, um, uh, they'll be playing seven thirty Wednesday against La Plata at Ritchie Coliseum, University of Maryland. If they win that, you advance on to Saturday's uh, championship game, and, you, and and you'll face the winner of the other semifinal between Century uh, and Rising Sun. Uh, but first, Coach, what do we know about La Plata? Um, we've seen a little bit of, of tape on them. Um, and in, in 17, when we played them, they had a, a pretty big middle who, who was a good hitter and they had a big outside who was a good hitter. Uh, the outside graduated, the middle is still there. Uh, and they've got another big outside that has come in to kind of take the other place. So it's a very similar team to what we saw in 17, uh, and so, you know, we're going to go back and try to do the same thing. Uh, Cora, what do you think it'll be like for you since you weren't on the varsity yet uh, uh, in 17? Um, well, uh, I've seen, like, some film and stuff, like Coach Shoreshed. Um, so uh, I know where their hitters hit, um, who's, like, their stronger hitters, who's their, like, stronger passers, stuff like that. So um, I feel like I'm pretty prepared. Um, I'm not as prepared as the other players that have already played against the Plata before. But um, I do feel like I'm prepared. Um, I'm very excited to see um, what they can do. Um, they're a good team, so it should be a good game. But so are we, so it should be a really good matchup. What, what, what do you think the nerves and the emotions will be like, uh, Jen? Um, I think at first everyone's just going to be a little anxious knowing that like this is Richie and like it's a huge like arena and like I the younger players this is going to be their first time like ever playing in like this big of an arena so I definitely think we're going to be a little anxious at first but I think um the people that were there in 2017 they're going to be really excited because this is kind of like a flashback kind of it's I don't know it's like a reoccurring thing like we played them in 2017 but we're playing them now so I think that's really cool and like I can't wait to go on the court and play them. What is it like to play in such a big arena? Because the sight lines are are, are yeah. different, and the, the crowd's different, the lighting might be different. Yeah. I mean, does it sort of throw you off just your normal game? Do you have to? How long does it take to get used to it? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, when we first went there in 2017, I think we're all like, "Whoa! Like this is 
really different. Like they announce every point, they announce your name. There, there's a lot of bleachers. Like there's, it's really big. The lights are crazy. So we were like taken by that. But we just went yesterday to watch the 1A. So the underclassmen could see Richie and get a feel of what it is like because they didn't get to see it in 2017. So that really helped them like prepare them for tomorrow. But I think we are going to come in there focused now, now that everyone knows what the scenery is like. And we're just going to go in there and do our thing. Does it help having done it just two years ago there, Jess? Um, yeah, for sure. I know coming in as a sophomore playing that first semis game, um, nerves were definitely a thing, and it was, it's a new gym. And um, now coming back, having played in there, um, that that part is just not taking up, like, any mental space or anything. I'm just ready, like, to go focus on the game. And um, I always try to remember and tell the rest of the team, Every court you go onto is the same dimensions. The net's the same height. The ball's the same. No matter what the surrounding may be, the, where we need to be playing the game, it's all the same. Does it take a while for you as a hitter to get used to the sight lines and stuff? Um, some, yeah. If the hardest thing to adjust to is if the lights are really bright. Uh, you'll be looking up at a set, trying to do your approach and time it right and hit the ball on the spot you need to. So if um, the lights are a little bright, it takes a second. But... After the first set, that should be <laughs> cleared <Some losses>. away. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, if you guys win, you'll take on either Century or Rising Sun. Uh, did you play Century uh, during the season? No, we didn't. Um, they came for a scrimmage, um, and they were also in our tournament. Uh, so we've we've seen them a little bit, uh, but that's, we have not played them, no. Is there a favorite uh, out, out of those two, or is everyone pretty evenly matched? Uh, I would uh, say everybody's, at, at everybody's okay. pretty evenly matched at this point. Um you know, it's going to be interesting to see their match tomorrow between them and Rising Sun. Um, but, um, you know, I, I like this group of players that we have this year. And, you know, I'm I'm excited and pretty confident that we're going to be good. Right. Uh, this part of the state's sort of become a hotbed for volleyball now. I mean, Washington County fields very strong teams. And you usually have a state champ or two from Washington County. You're the first Frederick County team yep. um, uh, to win a state title. Just what, what is volleyball like in the various parts of the state? Or, 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 yeah. where, where, where are the hotbeds, I well, guess? Well, we definitely have, have uh, you know, a real strong competition uh, in, our, in our league, uh, the CMC. Uh, the teams that we play, we play really good, really good competition. Yeah, uh, the team to beat you was Ur- Urbana, right? Urbana, right. Yep. And Urbana was a team capable of winning four A states, yep. and, and they were sort of surprised in in, in their um, playoff bit, draw. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. That was kind of disappointing because, uh, you know, as once the uh, playoffs came out, you know, we looked at them and it was like. You know, there's a real possibility that three teams could be down at Ritchie. Yeah, because Tuscarora pushed Northern or yeah. Calvert to, to five sets, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that just goes to show you the the level of play that we have around here. Um, and, and I know both in 14 and in 17 when the other teams that we played uh, would would talk after the matches, they would, they would definitely – uh, talk about the fact that they did not play the kind of competition that we did. And so we were ready to play good competition, and they were a little bit surprised. Yeah. When Urbana beat you, what, what did you guys take away from that match, uh, Sydney? I mean, Urbana is, like, one of my favorite matches to play just because we learned so much from them. That's one of our best competitions by far. Um, 
yeah, I mean, they're a really talented team. We've always gone head to head all four and, years. And, and you know all the players, of yeah, course, because uh-huh. you guys probably play club. We've or something like grown together. up yeah. with like right. the seniors. You know, they've right. been on the same path as us. But they're a really talented team, and yes, we lost. But all we can do is learn from that and take away, you know, from their talented serves, get better at passing or defense or whatever we can, just take away anything we can from Yeah, I was, I was going to ask how you guys reacted to the loss. Is, I mean, is it a bummer because, oh, no, we lost? Or is it, or do you say, okay, this is something to learn and grow I from? I mean, yeah. initially it's a bummer. But I think especially with this team, we're really good at just bouncing back super quick. And so next day it's out of our heads. We take the lessons from it and we move on to the next game because that's all you really can do with these kind of situations. Yeah, why, why is it that every time you guys win the region, you guys – uh, win it all. You have the first two times and you're in position to do it again. Is there, is there any rhyme? Or, I mean, you obviously are a very good team because you wouldn't win the region if you weren't, but is there any rhyme and reason beyond that, Coach? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think uh, I think we just have a good team. I think you you said it right. We we have a really good team uh, and we just we go in and, and compete the way we are capable of competing and that's that's really good to be able to see these girls step up and do what we know they can do and they do it every time that we've been there and hopefully we'll do it for the third time all right and i'll swing around the table again sydney what would it mean uh for this team to win a state title oh my gosh it would mean everything going out my senior year would be incredible i mean like i said different role on the team than in 17 obviously but it means just as much even more because i love these girls and i know all the hard work we've all put in and so yeah it's, it'll be, it'd be amazing. What do you think it'll be like having to watch, though? Oh, it's 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 hard. It's really, really hard not being out there. I said the, the Williamsport game was, like, the hardest match of my life because <laughs> I wasn't out there. I just had to watch. But all I can do is be the biggest cheerleader for them, and I hope that that helps in any way possible. W- what have you said to Elise and Jenna to sort of help them uh, stepping into your role? I mean, I just tell them – I mean, I give them setting advice. Obviously, we talk. Like, they've texted me about different things. And I just tell them that you need to go in and play your game and don't get too much in your head and not think about it too much. And they've been doing a really great job of not getting in their heads and just focusing on the game at hand and not, like, the craziness of the situation or anything. So right. I'm really proud of them. Right. I give I give Sid big props for what she has done in these last few matches on the bench. Um she has she has just been the the leader that she was all year. Uh, she hasn't let that down. Yeah, she's not on the court, but she's been she's been such a support and and just it's it's been really great. Yeah, uh, pass that mic over to Cora there. And, and Cora, what would it mean to be part of a state championship team? Um, honestly, Sydney couldn't have said it better. Like it's everyone this year. Like we're honestly just such a family. Like I've never been so close with the team before. I've never seen a team like laugh so much and have so much fun and still be focused at practices. Um, we've wanted this so bad all year. Um, it's all we ever like talk about really. Like Road to States, Road to Richie. Like I'm just so excited. And after Sydney got hurt, our motto was like Do it for Sid. So we actually all got shirts and surprised her today. Um, <laughs> they say do it for Sid on them. And so no, look at that. I know, got it. she was yeah. so excited, but um, it would just mean the world to the team and for all of us. Um, I'm just really excited. Um, everyone's really excited, but it would just be amazing if we could um, all of the seniors, our senior year, win another state title. Uh, be- exciting. Before we get to Jen, is that sort of been a rallying point? Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess it has been. I mean, you don't you don't want the injury to happen. You don't wish it to happen. No. But 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 it sort of brings the team together in some ways. It, right? it, it, it has yeah. brought this group together. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, an injury like this can 
you know, can go two ways. It can, you know, break the team because they don't think they can do it. But this team has just, you know, latched onto it and said, yeah, we're good. We're going. Right. Uh, Jen, you did it in 17. What would it mean to do it again? Um, ever since the first day of practice, the first thing that we always say is our goal is to go to states. And we've always been working on that every single game, every single practice is just one step closer to reaching that goal. And the fact that we're going there tomorrow and we are so close to getting there on Saturday, it literally is amazing. We're such a close family and knowing that we're all going to be together, we're all going to share this experience together is amazing. And going out as a senior and possibly winning another state title is just amazing. Right. And, and what are your thoughts out there, Jess? I mean, they've all said it said it amazing and I'm just really proud of everyone showing up to practice every day every single day working hard and this is what we've been working for all season so to put to win would obviously be the cherry on top but I'm really proud of it, everybody no matter what happens and right. proud of our work I, I, I meant to ask that you, you you brought up a question in my mind everyone sees the matches and how you guys play in matches but what is a typical day in practice like uh, with this team um, we just always, you know, we all have our laughs and giggles in the beginning <laughs> and then, um, we'll do our like warm ups and everything and get our chatter out. But then we, we really go focus and play hard and cause especially in playoffs, you never know when it's going to be the last match or last practice. Yeah. Um, so you have to give it your all every time. You wanted to say something, Sydney? Just, or? like, the intensity, like, how quickly we could switch from being, like, laughing and giggling to just so intense and focused. It's insane. And being, like, on the sidelines now, like, I get a new perspective on the game and, like, watching the girls. Like, I didn't even realize, like, how intense and how focused we get. But it's mm -hmm. really, really awesome to see. <laughs> is, it, is, it right, is it the right mixture of intensity and, and fun at practice, typically, yep. Coach? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes we have to say, really, ladies? But uh, <laughs> not, not, too, not too often, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, from, from tryouts, you know, when we picked the, the 12 girls that were going to be on the varsity, uh, we knew we had 12 good players. Um, and they play hard in practice. They play, you know, we have practices that are harder than many of our matches. And uh, that continues to keep us uh, improving and get better. And, you know, it, it bears fruit at the end of the season. And, and it obviously helps to have senior leadership. And, and, and these four ladies obviously exemplify that. Just, just, just a word on, on, on the four ladies sitting with us here. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's been a, a pleasure to coach these guys. Uh, Jess and Sid have been on the team now for four years. Um, Jen came on uh, three years ago. And, uh, you know, they have been – uh, they've just been great. Um, they're hard workers. Uh, they're great players. They're great people. And um, they have made this a family uh, from, you know, the very beginning. Uh, they've, they've learned from the other leaders that we've had. And um, Jess and, and, and Sid have been captains for two years, three years? Two, two years. Uh, and Jen is captain this year, and they have just done a really great job of of getting all the people together. Uh, we had two freshmen that we brought up on the team, and I have talked to the parents several different times, and they have always mentioned how great these girls have been at bringing those freshmen in and being part of the team, and it's it's it shows with the with the camaraderie that they have.
And it's nice too because there's a nice group of underclassmen on the team too. Yep. So so this, it's a team that could continue on uh, well once these girls uh, graduate. So. Yep. Uh, once again, uh, the Oakdale volleyball team, uh, depending on when you listen to this, uh, they are taking on La Plata uh, Wednesday night, November 13th, uh, 7.30 p.m., University of Maryland, Ritchie Coliseum. If they win that, your game, I believe, is noon, uh, noon on Saturday. Correct. Back at Ritchie Coliseum against either Century or Rising Sun. So if you need your volleyball fix this week, uh, go, go, go check out the Bears uh, Wednesday and uh, potentially uh, Saturday uh, in, in the state final. My thanks to Coach Jim Dorsch, to uh, Setter Sydney Katz, to uh, middle hitter turned outside hitter uh, Coro uh, Wasilko, uh, to outside hitter Jen Chomiak, and to outside hitter uh, Just Twilly. Ladies, Coach, best of luck, and, and thanks so much for coming in. Thank, Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. And uh, my thanks to producer Graham Collin and to all of you for listening. Uh, I'm Greg Swatek, and we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.